Here's a podcast. Guys, if the future is wearing contacts, I will be... I won't struggle. be able to do it. Uh, I've so tried to wear them for my wedding, and I mean, it's, it was it dumb was because we tried them the, the day brain. before, and it was like my sister in law, like, like <laughs> poking me in the eye. You and rock I was up like, to the <laughs> wedding with like one inflamed. Well, that's wearable. the thing. My makeup artist was getting like, she was like, okay, fuck, are you really going to put in contacts now? And then we tried, and it wasn't going in on the day. And I was like, fuck it, leave it alone. I'll just, I'll just see, like, blurry shapes. Because <laughs> I Wait, didn't want to... Did you not wear glasses? No. You I married lashes. blind. No, but I'm not blind. I just have astigmatism, and it's just bad when... You know, I just, I, he, he got more and when more clear got, the first time. When she got she was like, oh, it's him. Okay. The right man. Uh, no, she was like, oh, it's him. <laughs> when I got closer, I realized that Cassie was already bawling his eyes. I was crying the whole time. I was like, hmm. Crying you were crying at an emotional time. She couldn't see shit. Also, <laughs> 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 Like, why It could have been someone else's wedding. Of course, I'm shouting. She's not coming. <laughs> Wait, I mean, please, that the gay boys will back me up on this. It is your prerogative to be like 20, 30 minutes late. I've never been to a wedding with a bride's on time. I've never been to a wedding. Okay. Well, I've been to one and it was a surprise. <laughs> so, <laughs> surprise for the bride and you or them? I can't remember if it was a surprise baby shower or a surprise wedding. They're vastly uh, different. No, but that that it was one and the same. I just I would rather be surprised to get married than be surprised <laughs> to have a child. Well, they knew wedding. they were having a yeah. child. I'll marry at a surprise wedding. It was oh yeah, fortieth, and then we all pitched up for fortieth. Oh, like, it's my wedding. <laughs> That's my aunt. Yeah, but they they knew they knew that they only wanted to get married. Only my mom knew. My mom was the only person that knew. She just said something's happening tonight. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, so something's happening tonight. This that is, is like the biggest spoiler ever. <laughs> no, but I'm wink. <laughs> she might as well be like, wink. That was the first night I met Tina's husband. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> something's I think... happening tonight. Wink. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. Yes. But we should, because my mom dressed up. And I'm like, it's just the 14th. Like, <laughs> no, so you rocked up to the wedding in vans and shorts. No, it is. I was in shorts. <laughs> Casual. Tank top. This is the wildest cold open to a podcast episode <laughs> I've ever heard. Welcome to Dumpster Salad. Welcome to Carla's Couch. It is a Wayland's, as we have now realized. Fancy country couch. What do you say? Valence. Yeah, but English people say Waylands. Do they? Yeah. They sound like vastly different brands. If people are allowed to say Versace, they're allowed to say Do people say Versace? No, but I've heard Versace. (laughs) (laughs) We have a guest on the podcast. This is someone uh, very familiar with the podcast. How uh, you go professionally by Carla Latsky? Little, but like you called me Mrs. Little in the DMs the other day, and I had a giggle. Yeah, I yeah, my name is my maiden name. Yeah, this this ma Little Latsky is my. Well, welcome to the podcast, Carla Little Latsky, the designer who brought us everything. Yeah. You won a competition. <laughs> Load up your brand. I know. It was fun. And we've been bashed to French ever since. 
And we met in person for the first time, didn't we? Now. Oh, yeah. I, was, oh I, was, I thought what you were journey. about to say, you guys met in person. Yes. I was oh, like, when? Secret coffee dates. Well, actually, We've been friends how for long many time. times did I say that you guys should continue on with the plans? I'm just glad this is finally happening. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's beautiful, and it's been a wild ride. Yeah, we were going to do this in, like, a couple months ago. We went overseas. Um, nice. Carl was wrapped up. <laughs> For a solid month and yeah. a half. You months. flew back and forth, didn't you? Didn't you fly to play it? Not yeah. To, not the, they actually <laughs> went on a proper trip. <laughs> they had a flight where you could watch. They a movie. left the country. Listen, it's not like the movie. There was slim pickings. The films on seriously Ethiopian Airways. We watched on the way there. Um, oh, it was an Agatha Christie um, adaptation. Uh-huh. Oh, it was Death on the Nile, and I'm such a huge Agatha oh, Christie. Oh, with Daisy Ridley. No, that or was the old one. Murder on Guess the Orient nodding. Express. I don't know who that is. No, Death on the Nile, the new one. Yeah, the new, d- new. But she was in the Murder on the Orient. Oh, did she not carry on to the next <laughs> one? Yeah, I think oh, okay. it's like Whoops. the detective stays the same. Yes, the murderers or the. Change the okay, cast yeah, changes, okay. cast yeah. Change. But I'm, I, I'd, I'd love David Suchet's um, Poirot in the original like series, um, yeah. So I can't take Kenneth Branagh and any of his his. This is the second film that he's been in, and his Poirot is just has an aggressively large moustache, and everything <laughs> is just so like over the top and loud, and yeah. So you were just like straight up not having a good time on the plane. I mean. It wasn't comfortable. It was also a very long trip, you know. It was layover in um, Addis Ababa and then, Where's yeah, that? on another plane to That's Ethiopia. In... <laughs> <laughs> Great coffee. <laughs> Great coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, to Italy. So it was a long time. But yeah, we to watched Italy, Death, Death to Death France. Well, there was a third ba- place ba- as well. There we go. Portugal. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I sound like a globe trotter, but this is actually my first international, international, like big Euro trip. This was everything I ever dreamed of. So it was lacquer. It was lacquer. <laughs> <laughs> you sat us down and you made us watch Cats. Oh, God. Oh, what a movie. Yeah. I have, so to preface the, this review, I guess is what you would call your podcast episode, um, <laughs> a cute like anecdote from when I saw the, the production on stage. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw my parents, I was scratching around in my cupboard earlier on because I actually have a Cat's Bristol t-shirt, like the logo and with the, the eyes, with the, eyes, with mm-hmm. the dancers in the like. They, my parents saw it um, ages ago in when they were in London. Um, I saw it with my granny um, when I was really small. Um, it must have been Artscape. Um, and in the at the interval, the cats, some of the cast members, um, climb through the audience. So if you decide not to get up from your seat and go and take a bathroom break or get any uh-huh. like refreshments, then you're sitting there and these uh-huh. actors are climb like cli- like climbing like, uh-huh. in your direction. Totally. I was fascinated. I mean I don't what I remember most was actually what my granny was doing. So she I don't I don't even know. It's the most wholesome thing ever, bless her. Um she gets her handbag she picks it up and she takes out like a quality street like a bunch of quality street and she takes the sweet and she goes 
towards the the actress. <laughs> and I mean, so she was like doing her cat thing and then she kind of like kind of sauntered up and took it with her poor hand. <laughs> Really cute, right? But my granny was so into it, man. She must have been so into it to do that. That's, so That's what I remember. I mean, I, I so the show, um, the Broadway, like I said before we watched the movie, it's it's vastly different. The costumes are so much more over the top, and I think that's what makes this film like, not as sexy. Not as sexy. <laughs> if you get really close, it, much like many other you know ballets or shows the makeup is hectic yeah, oh, yeah. it's really intense so and, 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 yeah cats is, is like ten tenfold everything mm -hmm. is just really hectic so but i think that's like watching it on stage and watching it on the film i was thinking that's probably what like sets it apart is that on screen you're watching like naked cat humans dance around whereas yeah. like on stage not that i want to watch cats and for it well for it to be real cats i think that would be adorable but like just that i feel like that's the uncomfortable part is yes, that it's it like does not translate. you've tried to make them look like cats whereas like on stage you look at it and you're like you go out of your way to be like over the top Far away, it's not the same as what we just experienced. I don't need to see the furrow of the brow. Like, or the, the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see the, your toes spreading apart. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the kind of shit that's like, oh, it's detail now. It You're is. not meant to get detail from theatre productions. you know the cast because they were not shy in bringing in people that are, like, super renowned and that for yeah. me i don't know if i ever wanted to see ian mckellen as a cat and now, like, super I renowned know. jason derulo jason. <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know and i can see that they tried to match characters with the actors with the characters that they were playing so tay tay is like the singing cat and i don't know but yeah just... taylor swift is the singing cat the rest of them are just cats. They're, she's the singy cat. But they, yeah, okay, they will do sing from the beginning of the film up to the end. This is the first time I've had a taste of anything cats, except the song Memories, which I think is like yeah. the most famous piece from that, which That's is everywhere, good. all over the radio, even when they were doing promo for this movie, it was just there. It's sung at any occasion where somebody needs to stand up and, and sing a sad song about the, yeah. like reflective song about life and or when people die it's like legit, the song to like funerals more. valedictories <laughs> like. okay we had very different valedictories we sang imagine dragons are mine imagine dragons <laughs> yeah it's down here again oh god luckily <laughs> carl when you used to get your valedictory uh, i'm trying to think now and i feel like but i feel like it's it was the like one song. of those uh, no, but at Valedictory, I don't know if this is like a, a universal thing that Guardiamo's Igator song. Do you, what? Do you, nobody knows that. No. <laughs> I feel so cultured right now. He's like, don't fuck around and sing in Latin. Yeah. I mean, they taught us how to Spirit sing that Santis. song. And it, like, it, I still remember it like I sang it yesterday. Oh. I'm not going to sing it because I feel like it's, it made, it kind of. It's but wait, what is like the song? Sad. Is it the school song? It's like, no, I still know no. this. I know my school song from like the back of my hand. But 
What is this from? Uh, this is like, I think it's like to honor teachers or something. And you're like, Gaudiamus Igator Juvenes Dansumus. I'm probably butchering it, but. <laughs> is that it? Nobody on this channel can tell you otherwise. Okay. <laughs> I speak fucking Latin. <laughs> um, no. Um, That's the dig your pronunciation. Like <laughs> we did, I think it was like Eye of the Tiger. You know, <laughs> that sounds better. That sounds As way more. Like, Please tell me they followed each other, because that would be so no, funny. Going yeah, straight I mean, from Latin to I am Tiger. <laughs> I feel like I have. I know. So the Latin was as the teachers walk in. I have the tigers was as we walk out. Preparing but, you for the real world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I can sing a Latin song, and I. <laughs> I think the class before us did "Burn" by Ellie Goulding. Oh no! <laughs> that was their walkout song. I don't know. It was quite painful. Ours was at least, yeah, Mad and Dragons, which is like leaving the small town, which is like. Oh, uh, like it has a. Uh, I only say that because. Little meaning. Oh my god. Mad <laughs> <laughs> and Dragons is Shan over here. Hey, they used to be cool. Anyways, cats. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it starts with. I don't even know. It starts with the song introducing you to the concept okay. of the Jellicle Cats. I didn't, so I didn't understand 90% of this movie. Yeah. Jellica? They don't make it Jellicles. Was it Jellicles? Jellicats? Singular. Angelical. That's what I took away from it. That's actually quite perceptive. I don't know if it has anything to do with that, but... That's just what they were called. I read just now when I was trying to find reviews that it has something to do with a mispronounce, a child's mispronunciation of um, the dream cats or something like that, which is, it's based on, so the musical is based on poems by T.S. Eliot. And then... Uh, wait, what was that? This is a bit what too cultural cool for me. <laughs> but it, we used, we, it was at the end, wasn't it? Like what it was... Yeah, I think oh, they yeah. must have credited at the end. Based on the book of poems called whatever, whatever. I don't uh, know what I don't know what the book is called. I can't <laughs> remember. For but... such a like heavy cast, those uh, credits went by so quickly. Like yeah. usually when it's famous people, you leave those credits. Like also, we did speak about this. James Corden being the first credit to pop up on both IMDb and in the actual credit scene, and then the second being. Then Judy Dench. Uh, I don't know if your listeners are James Corden fans, but <laughs> they I, better not be. I feel like yeah, I feel like this we can a... just make it known that we are not fans. <laughs> no, this is a threat towards anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. To not great. Yeah, really not great. Like I must say, I probably, I definitely like um, Rebel Wilson more than James Corden. Yeah. If I have to yeah. choose between the, the two characters, which are the funny ones in the film, like. Yeah, I would place labels. the mice above James Gordon. The yeah. cockroaches. Yes. <laughs> the those hyper-realistic, most humanoid-looking creatures in this entire film. They with high eaten. heels. But they were... And, yeah. Listen, as I said while we were watching, they were in 4K and everyone else was in HD because those cockroaches were defined. <laughs> so, okay, this is my understanding of the film. Correct me if I'm wrong. Give it to us. This cat's been thrown out from her family. Like, uh, oh, they used to do in the old days, you used to throw cats in a bag into the Thames or, you know, put them in a box, put them on the side of the street. That's how people got rid of cats because there was too many cats. And then there's a bunch of cats. They come to see, hello, hello, hello. Let's sniff buttholes, do a greet, greet, greet. 
By the way, we're all vi like uh, vying to be the one to kill themselves tonight. And I, then I don't know if I would call it suicide, but yeah. They assisted suicide. <laughs> yeah, assisted suicide. <laughs> they like band together, introduce their names for like three hours. Okay, no, but actually every single song felt like the entire movie was just like an introduction. Yeah, it was a new character being introduced each song. Yeah. And then they choose a cat to basically offer up. Like, this is like a virgin sacrifice. But isn't it like like a reincarnation thing? Yeah, the cat that most... To the heavy serves. I, I don't... That, that <laughs> is something that I completely is, didn't like, understand was the, the that heavy... This is a cult. This is a fucking cult. It, this is... This <laughs> is the... Um, the the Kool-Aid man. And Judy Dench. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what... Drink the, the Kool-Aid. And Judy Dench is the one being like, I'm going to choose which Who was which it of... that was like, is she Jesus? <laughs> She's basically... Cat Jesus. Yeah, so Cat I think Jesus. that's another thing that doesn't translate very well. When you watch it on the stage, um, you aren't as bothered by the fact that they are, it's, they seem to be just introducing themselves for like two and a half hours because you know that you're going to see a musical so that you, you almost, it's like in high school musical when you watch it, you don't, you're not thinking, oh, they're singing and dancing. If you really yeah. like, if you take yourself out of the fact that you're watching a movie, then you're like, oh my God, they're just singing everything. But... <laughs> For cats, it's that's the only storyline that I can remember yeah. is is this character and their characteristics and the song that they sing. Uh, when translating something from stage to to the screen, there always has to be a purpose. Like that's the thing with movies is movies have to have a purpose. There has to be a reason why you're sitting down, why you're paying money to go see something. Right, and that's not just like pure entertainment which a musical is, you, you just, you're going for entertainment on stage. You're not going Absolutely, for a purpose. Yeah. It's basically with, like listening to an album, really. Yeah. <laughs> with this, it's like, you need a purpose. So they decided, let's give you this Snow White catch. And she's going to be the purpose of the film. And we're not going to really know how to use her or to drive the story. So she'll have like there. three lines. Yeah. She's not going to say shit, but she's an amazing dancer. She is, the, the dancing in this film is great. Choreography is on point. They don't touch the floor, which bothers me, but that's not the dancer's fault. That's whoever decided to Are we talking about the, the flying, the kind of scenes where they No, are. if you actually have a look, there's like a space between the floor and their feet. So that's what I was saying about, the, I think that they were wearing ballet flats. And then somewhere in the CG, they gave them toes. Uh, so like I, they CGI'd the feet on I top of where so. the feet I'm actually are. I'm not sure. That would I make a lot of sense. Feel, I feel like when particularly the ballerinas were pointing their toes, I could yeah. see like shoes. I'm sorry, but those chucks looked fake. <laughs> those look like fake. Those shoes looked like they were CGI'd on. I wish I knew more about CGI so that I could have an informed way of like talking about these decisions that were made but i just don't know so the only thing i can tell you is that everyone was cgi except sir ian mckellen in that performance on stage yeah uh, the rest of the time he was cgi but on stage when he was having his solo performance that was all practical and i will fight anyone about that because i'm pretty sure it was you yeah, you, you, you feel like you can reach out and like stroke the fur on his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm head. dead. I'm dead sure that was like all practical. Yeah, and that's where their budget went. The rest of it <laughs> was all just CGI. So just picture 
a massive room filled with dancers, all covered in dots and like this weird wired headgear. That's what this movie was. And it was an entirely green room. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm, I was like. Ugh. None of that set was real. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure there were like bits, like the shrimps and stuff coming out of the yeah. trash cans and. The fake Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> the fake prosecco that got me. That was extra wet prosecco. The turkey, <laughs> the turkey and the turkey leg being the same being size. The same size. Okay, sizing in this film. <laughs> Whoever did the maths is an absolute fuckhead. Everything was wrong. The cats were. But are we not talking inconsistent in size? Are we dealing with you guys? No, because you filmed grads. But how how many people are on a team and? Is there, like, there must be a decision made. Like, yeah. the cat is this size in relation to a door in the real life. Yes. But then in the next scene, they are, like, I, I don't understand how you can get it so wrong. So, because it's one of the most obvious yeah, that's things in the continuity. Film. So there should be a continuity department. And your script supervisor should be taking note of continuity, mostly in, like, how scenes are running from one to the other. Yeah. I don't know how they transition from ballroom to railroad I track. I feel that like was, that, that fucking was... threw me. <laughs> Just in the mind. <laughs> it was annoying. <laughs> it, it was in it's the mind, but it's a movie about no You were meeting a new cat. You have to meet him in his, <laughs> oh, his environment. His domain. His I domain. feel like also he danced around in those like red overall pant things the entire movie. And I was like... Surely he must be something more than. What did you call him? He was he's a Harry Styles. Yeah, well, yeah, he like Harry Styles cat. (laughs) (laughs) He looked all well until I found out he was a train conductor, and then I was like, oh, okay. So I feel like that came out of nowhere. That outfit was like a uniform, not so much like a fashion choice. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he gained a hat at some point yeah, because the exactly. hat wasn't it part wasn't of the there. outfit in the beginning. I don't remember the mustache. The mustache threw me. I was like, did you always have a mustache like that? Yeah, some of them like... have really wild like attributes where it just makes the fact that they are a cat so much worse. I don't no. know. It's... Jason Derulo was upside down pyramid shaped. <laughs> and just in general, the face... The way that it sits, like, uh, if you were to Inside draw a circle head, around, yeah. like, a person's face and, and kind of cut the oval or circle out um, and, like, stick it on. Oh, here comes the designer in you. I don't know. It just, it, there's, it, I see it shifting. Like, I, yes. I notice oh, it shifting yeah. in so many scenes. Oh, there's that thing that dancers do. it makes me feel do. uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that thing that dancers do where they spin. But like they try keep their head there the most. So that it's they, called a pirouette. Yeah, their body goes and their head comes last, but then it has to snap round to be the first thing to come yes. back. It's called spot. You have to spot. Yeah, yeah thank you. I did not do it in my life. As Neither you did I. Oh, I was gonna. <laughs> did you do tap? You have to. No. Oh. Yeah, so for, for spinning it like that, if you don't focus your eyes on, on a single point every time you come around, you will fall over it's it's, it's amazing dizzying. that they were able to do that in a purely green room with just a few pieces of prop but it doesn't work with this floating cgi head because it really then doesn't the actual face is like is in snapping round and not landing the in the same place in post having a full like <laughs> mental breakdown because of the how how, how much work 
was actually... So much work for so shit of a result. <laughs> it's because... A for effort. It's not that they did a bad job. The people who did the VFX did a phenomenal job. I'm okay. sure it was like a lot of hard work. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was amazing. Well, I think I they trust did. You when they you say did. This is, I don't know. <laughs> they but did the best. <laughs> they yes, they did the best of their abilities. When you say that it was a green room and a, and a lot of that stuff wasn't real, then I'm like, whoa, okay. They did an incredible job because it I, was just yeah. never going to work from conception. Never gonna work. But then it's also like, did we care to see a movie with like? celebrities faces pasted onto like a cat body like what if they were like like nondescript faces do this with... is what i'm saying why why are we getting <laughs> there's no reason for this movie to exist well i i will say that the way things are going nowadays there isn't a musical or an older piece of culture that is not being remade yeah yeah so it was bound to happen. I just feel like they may have benefited, like you said, from not having as many incredibly <laughs> famous people in the film. Because you just, you can't unsee it and you, you also yeah. don't feel great looking at it. <laughs> just in general. I haven't heard a peep from Jason Derulo since 2019, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's... Loving yeah. the check. It's I'm sure those checks must have been huge. To you get these people. To do, <laughs> you I, keep saying that how much I'm money sorry. they earned. Well, I mean, you can't get these people to take this shit seriously. You think Taylor Swift did this? I'm telling you, I think what they were sold and what the, it ended up being <laughs> are two completely different things. <laughs> I promise. Because I don't, I feel as though they were actually, I feel like Sir Ian McKellen was interviewed afterwards and he didn't have much to say. <laughs> I'm or somebody, man. somebody on the cast was like low key. Wasn't it Jennifer Hudson? Someone was embarrassed. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to be. She should have been embarrassed. She, she did nothing but leak all. I mean, she, but she sang. No, she, she carried the film. <laughs> no, yeah, no, she was the only like there were two things in this movie that I, I enjoyed. It was her? I don't. Was Taylor Swift? Fucking love that scene. I will. Re I would rewatch that scene on YouTube. <laughs> That was, was a great scene. Yeah. Just all that glitter. It was so sexy God. though. <laughs> I really, I, I must say, the, the, I didn't notice it at first, the first time that I must say that I've seen this movie once before, um, but I, that catnip, that bedazzled catnip, mm -hmm. like jar that she used. That the martini shaker? Is it a martini shaker? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Such cool props. Like there were such cool objects in this movie. Movies could have been so good if they were just wearing suits. Just wearing fursuits. No CGI. Right? Like, we also didn't need to see how sexy they are. Yeah. Like, Taylor's got a body. Idris yes. has a body. Like, we know <laughs> this. But right. I don't want to see Idris's body... Covered in fur. Covered in, like, dark brown fur, man. Okay, but Taylor Swift famously doesn't have big old breasts. No, famously. Yeah. Is it she famous? got some big titties in this movie. Yeah, they did give her titties. <laughs> they gave her so they like they were like, okay, cool. Taylor Swift is in this. We need to make her sexy. Let's give her some like Megan the Stallion honkers on her chest. But <laughs> covered in fur. I'm like, can you imagine though if you put them the in fur suits and had them dance around there are people that have to like wash that afterwards. <laughs> I speak <Yeah>. from experience. 
calls about tri- to say. triggered. <laughs> these, I think these are the twin. Yeah, the, the twinny. Oh, fucking mango, makers. cherry, and <laughs> <laughs> mango cherry. That sounds yummy. <laughs> Sorbet. Mango cherry and rumble teaser. Rumple. Oh my god. Rumple teaser. Like rumple stiltskin. <laughs> oh, not teaser. like someone who teases their rump. <laughs> That's what I thought it was like. Oh, she's like a sexy cat who shakes her ass. <laughs> what? I didn't get that from her at all. <laughs> no, no, purely based on the name. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, oh, rumple teaser. Oh, yeah, so she rumple like, teaser. I bet she shakes her ass a lot. And what about Rum Tum Tugger? Uh, Does he tug tummies? <laughs> Jason Derulo was, that man I think, sang. the horniest cat out of oh, yeah. all of them. But he sang his he heart He just out. carried himself who's that oh i don't know i'm just uh, showing okay. you the costume looks like the yellow power ranger that's I, yeah, it is red but i'm i mean like that those are cute that's a choice so yeah, imagine I mean, her crawling up to you in the middle of intermission and you're going pss, 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 and then granny's like pss, pss, pss. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's your kimchi no <laughs> my hey. dog just got triggered <laughs> she's like where's oh the kitty God, where's <laughs> Anyways, I still feel like, in a sense, as like beautiful or as like detailed as that is, it I still feel it's kind of like nightmare fuel. Yeah. In a way, I could. I mean, who's to say I'm not gonna have dreams about these about Judy Dench? Judy Dench with her leg right up in the air. I was. <laughs> I asked. Do you think she really did that? No, I'm sure she would. I'm sure she sat for that entire movie. She was she had a on. stunt double. I mean, yes. if you're pasting faces on things, it could have been anybody. I didn't. Hashtag I, fake I body. Didn't, I didn't see her do much movement. When Maybe she I was in that attention. cat bed, did she like well, she, did she lift lift leg? her leg yeah. up? <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. For, for Judy. Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about magic. Yes. Why? How? And Why? Is that a is part that in of the... the I, I, now I'm going to expose how little I remember, but I don't think that magic was a part of, of the... It was wild. Full on. Idris Elba kind of... Infinity clicking them out of... (laughs) Infinity clicking. Snapping. Snapping. Although, I mean, I remember the song Magical Mr. Mistopheles, and and if that's his character, then maybe maybe magic was a part of the... Yeah, Cassie's nodding and saying it was. I'm sorry, I'm going down a... Nicole Scherzinger received standing ovation during Cat's performance. Wild. She looks like an RV. Anybody that has ever been. What? (laughs) An RV? An 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 RV. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like a bus! (laughs) That's right. Quite the opposite. (laughs) The only person I think I fully understood was Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. I guess I understood the the words to that song. Plot, her, her um, story is the most crucial to the the whole movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like without her character, is it Grizabella? Grizabella. Grizabella. Without, without Grizabella, Grizabella, you know, there's no ascension or whatever you want to call the end of the film. You know, Grizabella. Grizabella. Did, did you yeah. not catch it? I might have just erased that. Out of my I mean, they all she had, like, have something whole... tacked onto the end of their name, so it's it's. The glamorous cat. or whatever. The she was Grizabella, the glamorous cat. The glamorous, yeah. Love the alliteration. <laughs> what was the main character's? What was this white bitch called? Victoria, wasn't it? Victoria, the white cat. 
So you think? <laughs> I know. I'm being serious. I think that's what her character is called. There's, there's definitely white in the name of her character. I well, which is quite funny, considering she was whitewashed. Yeah, she is a person of color. Famously, a black actress. Ballerina. Yeah, ballerina. Yeah. She dances for the royal. Playing a pure white cat who was. Interesting choices were made. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they like your skin. Francesca. Francesca Hayward. The snot. The snot. Uh, Because that was the most bothersome thing for me. Because she just carried on going. You saw that stuff enter her lips. You know, she tasted that. Yeah. She tasted the lovely sweet sounds. There was no cut in that. She was... There was... It's not pouring out of her nose into her mouth and she just sang her heart up. <laughs> it fueled her performance. Victoria, uh-huh. the white cat. That, yes. That's is that her that's So everyone it. gets like rum tongue white, white capital Deuteronomy. White capital W C cat capital C. As I pointed out, famously, Andrew Lloyd Webber. And then Phantom of the Opera. Oh sorry. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. Phantom of the Opera opens with a chandelier. Yes. This one ends with a chandelier. They, these are connected. This is the same universe. It's the same theater. Imagine. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I really like that Railway Cats <laughs> song. <laughs> His tap dancing that did not match. Well, aside from that, it but, was. Felt it like almost a bar. gives you, if you listen again, if you listen to the first scene, the, the scene that the movie opens with and the music that is played sort of repetitively throughout the film it's sort of pink panthery is that like didn, didn? yeah like, there's a sort like a, of there's a sort of verse or a bar like or whatever that is yeah. slinking it is very slinky <laughs> yeah. for me the magic cat made sense it was macavity oh that... it was the the boat that they end up on oh yeah kind of seemed where did that come from where was that, that strange was just... and then all of a sudden she's been threatened to walk the plank and drown like... <laughs> and then how did she get back did did his magic work obviously yeah she just didn't appear in the bed <laughs> like everyone wanted her to she was behind she was behind um and then that guy that was the cat that was on the boat what was the his name was it thomas Tom, I don't know. Thomas, Thomas. The Thomas of the Thames. Or Thomas. Thomas. Uh, I don't know. The, right? old, the old one. Yeah, with the missing ear. Yeah. I feel like he got literally Lost. two seconds in the film. And that was it for him. Not a not a not a massive role, but a role Maybe that's best. Oh, and the, another thing right at the end is what you actually, Jared, called in the beginning of the movie, are they going to break the fourth wall? And then... Oh, and then she did, and I hated every second of it. And then Dame Judy Dench looks us square <laughs> in the eyes and starts singing about how you need to respect your cat. And don't, We're not dogs. We're not dogs. Don't call your cat a dog. It was a strange ending to something <laughs> that was incredibly, cat. like, dancey. Yeah. It was very still. Mm. Grounded the whole thing. Um... Can I just say that was uh, quite traumatic. <laughs> I I do fully no. expect never to step foot in that house again after what I did. I feel so bad. Um, no. Please come back. If you don't come back, then it's then it's um, then the, you're gonna have a. 
you have to come back so that that's not the forever memory of of dumpster salad at at little atsuki's crib please uh, so Moments after hitting record, we started going on and going on, and then I was feeling, you know, not the greatest during the uh, proceedings of the recording, and I thought, you know, maybe it's just because we've been having a lack of day, and it was quite hot. Um, And then I think there was, like, I think literally three seconds before I hit, I hit stop. It was just like, no. Uh, this is game over. I have to go and and just coach my my lungs out because it was oh it was rough. <laughs> um, and so yes, we had to take a momentary pause on the podcast uh, as I wretched my little little body into Miss Latsky, Miss Little's <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> I uh, yeah again I feel so bad. Square um, my square toilet. Yeah. Did you did you appreciate my square toilet and everything that in the bathroom is is square? Or I was too, too focused on just off. making sure everything went in as clean as possible. <laughs> I was like, don't dirty the sides of the lewd. <laughs> no splashback. I was like, just just aim your bick right Listen, into the bowl. As was the person that was outside the bath. With Carl on the couch, um, all we heard was some very dramatic sounds. And <laughs> I don't have an issue with like eating while kind of watching or hearing gross things. So I was digging into dinner, Brie. I was <laughs> chicken wings. Mm. Hey, those chicken wings <laughs> were pretty like, good. Oh, I had them a couple days later. Right now. Chicken wings need to be eaten then and there, Angel. Otherwise, you're going to get food poisoning. <laughs> More frequently, like. Well, it, yeah, it was an experience. I, I will say, the trip home was devastating. Um, I have never had to stop and like throw up on the side of the road, but we, I had, I made Michael like pull over on the side of the M three to go and just courts into a gutter. And I, I'm, I book over. I'm, I'm just letting. <laughs> what little i had left <laughs> and then i like stand up by the car and ra- look rain on me they are there's just a wall of construction workers who like on this digger just watching me i they're like oh god i felt so judged yeah they were like this man is and because michael was in a rental car that looked like an uber it was even <laughs> funnier <laughs> i can i can now say it Cats made me violently ill. Oh my god. Episode title. That you're. you're. (laughs) We'd like to know after um, it's been a week or so, not so. How. It's been exactly a week. How you were feeling about it right after watching. Not not gonna lie, still um, getting a little flavor of bile as we talk about it. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, my sentiments have worsened. I would say. I I feel like, you know, when you have a dream and you wake up and you feel like you can't remember the dream, but you remember like <laughs> bits and pieces of it. That's what it feels like. I feel like I remember it, but do I remember everything? And am I remembering it correctly? 
I don't think it's something that you're going to have to carry with you for the rest of your life. Like if that memory <laughs> fades in a week's time, yeah. sure, you're not you're not going to be missing. Listen, anything. I'm never going to forget the fact that I watched that movie. And it's always there for you to watch again. I I had already seen I had already seen the movie, and when I watched it again for the second time with you guys, I felt like I was watching it again for the first time. It does not stay with you, (laughs) just because of how crazy it is. We all survived, cats. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. I'm just so proud of us. We've all the three of us like have this bond now. I don't think you understand. It's like this soul bond we've survived cats i don't know if it was a soul bond as much as it was like trauma bond gut bond oh <laughs> <laughs> rich bond let's lighten up the load lighten up the the, the day that was poor choice of words i saw your face lighten i'm sorry let's not like <laughs> yeah um let's get into some reviews but this uh very short one the, it was posted on the 26th of December, which makes me think this person went to go and see this movie on Christmas Day or the day before Christmas, which is just even wilder. One out of ten. Even my kids walked out! Exclamation point. Where have you ever so bad my wife left to go shopping? By Rob Marinelli. <laughs> even my kids walked out. Post-Christmas shopping. They went to go and watch Cats for Christmas, which oh. is... Aim. Something to do, I guess. This is a review by Patrick, um, and it is unrated. There's no way I can give this any kind of numerical rating. It transcends good or bad. It's a deranged, nightmarish vision committed to 100% by everyone involved. It should never have been made, but I'm so glad it was. One of the best times I had in a movie theater in 2019, I'll probably never watch again. That's confusing. Did they love it or hate it? <laughs> we should rate the it The person in. also had fever dreams, just like you, Jared. <laughs> this is by Joseph from, yeah, it's a one-star review, and I got my review from Google. They say curiosity killed the cat. Why didn't it kill the movie instead? What the hell were these guys on when they made this? I went blind. I went in blindly with a couple of friends as a joke, and holy smokes, I had no idea what was happening. Usually, movies explain themselves more than just what they did. They open by singing about being jellical cats, not mentioning what the hell a jellical is, or how they differ <laughs> from regular cats. The opening name scene was super creepy and I never knew what they were talking about. Why do they need three names when they only refer to one? And where the hell did the main white cat come from? She just got tossed into their world for no reason. How did that happen? There's no dialogue explaining it whatsoever. They sing and dance and sing and dance and at the end of the day, I'm left confused. They should understand that they're Jellicle, that they're Jellicle cats Wait, what? Oh, and they don't need to repeat that they're Jellicle cats in a Jellicle world going to the Jellicle ball. And the ball, by the way, isn't a ball at all. It's some makeshift gathering for like 10 Jellicle cats in an abandoned old theater. (laughs) The want to be reborn is never explained. Do they get reborn as a normal cat or a Jellicle cat? The plot is just one giant plot hole. The movie is about 90% of a character singing about who they are and why they're going to the ball and why they want to be chosen. The other 10% is some story that makes zero sense and like eight lines of dialogue. 
The comedic relief is James Corden and Rebel Wilson, and it's horrendous. This is this is mean. We get it. You're fat, and it's funny that you're fat. It's funny the first two times, but then it gets repetitive and predictable. There were three crotch shots, I believe, and they weren't funny at all. Rebel scene with the mice children and the beetles slash cockroaches was disturbing and disgusting. If you took a shot every time they said Jellical Cat, you would have been passed out within five minutes. <laughs> it's just not necessary. And worst of all, the character design. What drugs were they on when they made that? Why do the cats have five fingers and toes? And why are they bipedal beings? They're cats. And beyond that, the digital fur technology was disturbing. They looked so odd, it was like a horror film. Plus, it was overly sexual for no reason. Um, the film was a backward step and utter disappointment to the film industry. I don't know why I wasted $12 on a film that would give me nightmares for years to come. Yes, it's $12. Just wow. This person <laughs> has, they are asking pertinent questions. I mean, Nail those are all the, the questions head. I want to know. We were those screaming were at the TV, basically. <laughs> What is a jellical cat? This one is my, my longer one. Um, a lot of caps, um, it's type a lot of it. And I'm not going to shout into my uh, shitty uh, earphone microphone. So just imagine that I'm shouting at all. But um, this one was posted a year ago by somebody called Noble Preet Singh. Um, and I, I really can't tell just before I read this whether it was. Okay, no, uh, sorry, I skipped. Ahead. It, it is not, um, in fact, sarcasm. They are explaining <laughs> themselves later on. Um, it was a masterpiece. It was art. Better than the Mona Lisa. Van Gogh has nothing on this film. Should I even call it a film? No, it's a generational monument to our ever-changing pop culture landscape. Landscape spelled with art a D. I will be telling you about the music, the jokes, the plot? Question mark. The music. In memories, I couldn't hear anything Jennifer and the cat was saying until she belted like a heavy metal star. Meowries, it's so... All the singing like a mumble rapper. I mean, at them as the songs fell flat. Overall, I loved all the songs I could hear. None of them. Jokes. OMG, the jokes. It was a film. I think there was one about Jason Derulo getting muted for his voice being so high. And of course, the iconic cat got your tongue. OMFG, I wanna die. I'm like these cats horny to be chosen for death. Laughed at the part where the cat died. It was comedy gold. She was in a fucking hot air balloon. Why? Just why? It was, and then the plot. This is a screen grab, sorry. So it's going to cut off now, but... Their last sentence here is, the plot, it was non-existent. I am a historian and even I, the prestigious Dr. Elise Morrell, can't analyze this film. <laughs> Thanks, Noble Preet. Wow. I still can't tell. Love, hated it. Hated it. <laughs> now that's prose. <laughs> that got your tongue. That, I mean, I hated that joke. I really hated I the also... cat jokes. The cat's, wearing the, the cat's wearing shoes. That was your highlight. That was like your favorite, I think. And it's funny because I... No, but it, it, do you, so what was happening, the reason I kept going on about it was because 
because I really so late that the actors are in fact those dancing twins. I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, it's the twins, and they are the only cats that are wearing chucks um, throughout the throughout the film. And I was like, is this because they break dance? Like, did they need? Did they request them? Like. It was that something that was decided in the writer's room? Like, who made the is it costume department? Like, who decided, you know, the shoes? But anyways. This is a review by Jesse. All are equal here. Judy Dench is no better at acting than Taylor Swift. Jennifer Hudson is no more effective at singing than Rebel Wilson. Ian McKellen has no more dignity than Jason Derulo. For possibly the first time in cinematic history, James Corden is no more of a nuisance than anyone else on screen. All brought to you the same level, all cats. That's actually... I feel like that is a dig at Jennifer Hudson's singing, which was the only redeeming factor. Not that the film was redeemed by her singing, but if there was anything that was going to save it, it was her and her incredible range. We all pretend like wasn't a thing just for this. But I do, I feel like it is interesting that like kind of... There, like it was big names, and then there were some like names that weren't as big, but kind of everyone was like equal. Yeah, they, they were all cats. Just... <laughs> everyone had the same amount of dialogue. Everyone had the same journey. Everybody got a song. This is a review by Jay of Cats. <laughs> it is one and a half stars, and uh, all it says is <laughs> uncat gems. Cat jams. Uncat jams. <laughs> I feel like Which that's is actually a pretty... an incredible film. <laughs> <laughs> uncat jams. Uncat jams. The slander. The slander in the name of uncat jams to use to use title. If you guys had to rate and review this film, what would you give this film out of five? Oh, just one. I, I can't disagree with all of the reviews that I've, I've read. It's a one star for me. A There's one nothing star. That, that saves it. And Carl? The same. Okay. The same. A one star. And you? So, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna pick. <laughs> you guys are going to hate me. I'm going to put mine with my review. So, I'm going to go five stars. Great way to clean your system. <laughs> Great I mean, way. A yeah. soft reset. I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Jared literally used this film to like purge himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually this is actually the purge. Oh, yeah. The purge. Purge. Oh my god. I can um, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant joke of the night. Uh, I oh. think they should have just added you to the film. Carl, Carl looks tired. He's like, oh. This film, what would your one-line review be? A fever dream you can only hope to recover from. I've seen this movie twice now and have been disappointed both times. Sure, <laughs> that was personal. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded really... Listen, I, I really thought... Uh, I don't know, it sounded harsh, but I didn't want to make it about you, Jared, because my first instinct is to to say, like, made my friend sick in my house, you know, um, ruined my evening. No, it <laughs> Nearly wasn't. killed a man I met on the internet in my own home. 
actually, that's brilliant. I almost Jeffrey Dahmer. Really killed that one of bitch. my clients. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a client. True. This movie almost took. This movie almost almost took one of my clients from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this was great. Um, what do you have to bring to the podcast, Carl and Carla, to review to note to recommend to everyone who's listened to this wild episode? Oh gosh, um, it is nothing cats related, actually. Let's let's insulate <laughs> going into twenty twenty three. Let's pretend that cats twenty nineteen didn't happen. Um, I think we'll all be better off. Um, I was listening to. I, I often listen to what you guys recommend music wise. Oh. This is your taste is. Um, and I don't know how you feel about, um, and now I'm going to butcher her name, Bello, um, Lish, uh, oh, vocalist, Dua Her, Dua is it Lou? Yeah. She's released an album recently, um, and it's called, what is the name of this album? Femme. Um, Femme, something Femme? Dirt Femme. Um, so, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Dua Dirt Femme. Um, I, there are some absolute bangers they on this are. album. I just dig it. Her lyrics are incredibly sad, and it really it sounds like a, bra- a breakup um, album. And I am actually in a really good space at the moment, so I don't know why I'm listening to that kind of um, because it's a jam music. But at the same time, like sad girl, it's like sad girl disco like tracks, which for me slaps whatever mood i'm in i'm like (laughs) it's great paramil's sixth sixth album um called this is why and tovalo dirt femme you recommend stuff that's not even out yet i love it future recommends i have some south african bangers to recommend i have uh fertro by ruxine it is Listen, it isn't good Afrikaans music. Your picket bag is showing, babes. Well, I mean, okay. And then my my second recommendation is Moista Macy by Angie Ooh. I'm listen, Angie Ooh is gonna go far. I bet you I dig her. She's cool. Fight me on that one. I mean, if you don't like uh, mumble rap, you might not like it, but I think it's a vibe. <laughs> We don't understand what you're saying, motherfuckers. <laughs> Wait. Wait, who is this of? Who are they making fun of? They're making fun of mumble rapping in general. The, the genre, oh, the trap, the trap and mumble rap like genre. Carla, do you know deja vu for me. The, the best way, my favorite way to personally attack Carl. Hapa, hapapa. <laughs> That's one of my favorite internet videos of all Thank time. you. What is happening? I do it to kimchi sometimes. She's like, oh, my mother is losing it. It's like a personal <laughs> hell for you, Carl. Carl, I don't know. I still don't know why you hate that so much, but I'm glad you hate it because I love I it. I mean, I don't hate it. I just, I feel like it's a. Uh... <laughs> A memory in our friendship that I've never quite understood it the way I think you understand it. <laughs> and I think it maybe drives me insane that I'm not able to, to see what you're seeing. 
Oh, it's like that. Oh, it did. I love oh. this for you guys, a, a, a bond. So my recommendations are, uh, it's a little bit of a throwback, but this week I started listening to the old songs of El Divine. Literally the same! I literally <laughs> just re-added all our albums. I, I've been listening to all of the stuff that I listened to like okay. years ago. I was literally listening um, to Girls Like Sex on the way to Cape Vineyard. We're obviously just in sync and we are the same person. Specifically, Boring People and Daughter. I don't know those two songs. I just love them. Boring People uh, is and my Carla. Boring People. You're going to like The song it. Boring People. It is a great song. And then my last recommendation, which I haven't even finished it yet, but I'm loving the whole, like, aesthetic of it <laughs> is Wednesday <laughs> uh, on Netflix. Yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying, I watched the first episode and I'm in. I'm, I think I'm on the third now, but that's, yeah, those are my recommendations. This has been a very fruitful episode. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, sticking with me and making this a possibility and bringing some really nice uncat gems for us to listen to. So, uh, Miss Miss Little, if you could just let everyone know where they can find you. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at littleatsky, L-A-T-S-K-Y. I work um, as a designer and illustrator in Cape Town. Um, it's very hectic at this time of year, mm-hmm. wrapping up projects before everybody um starts leaving work early for drinks and all of those things but um yeah check it out on the gram i'm uh, not posting to my feed very frequently because i'm caught in um the the struggle that most people like me where uh, instagram is pushing us to be video creators yeah i i just uh, am either too busy working or you know feel like i don't want to show the behind the scenes of of how you know we get to the kind of work that you see um yeah it's it's a lot of revisions and messy messy artboard and um you know late nights but i love it i absolutely fucking love it and yeah freelancing is is so cool to get to meet people like you and make little things like kisses and pots, uh, thumbnails and artworks come to life, which is all I've ever dreamed of doing. So check, check me out. Check out my um, husband, Casper. He's um, Spook, also a graphic designer. Has, um, he's a, a one video. And um, kimchi. I'm keeping up with kimchi. That's my Jack Russell. And Wait, kimchi has her own IG? Keeping up with kimchi? Yes, babes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. No, I need to get onto that. Um, how do I not follow I that? So. And also, Casper is spookdesign.co. Well, we will never be able to thank you enough for everything you've done for this podcast. Um, yeah. Literally, you took a chance on us <laughs> and it's paying off. Where I came and puked in the toilet. I mean, how <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> Origin story. Yeah. A real dumpster salad, thank you. 
hit us up on Instagram at Dumpster Salad Pod, and if we become friends too, maybe Carl will come and vomit in your toilet. Oh God, please no! <laughs> and if you want to hit him up for uh, toilet puking inquiries, you can get him uh, at Carl and Carly Carly uh, Quinn. It's Carly underscore Carly Quinn. Un- there we go. Fucking you tried. Up. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to find me, I will guarantee to come puke piss and shit in your toilet. <laughs> find me at Jared underscore RW on all social media platforms. Thank you guys. And we will see everyone else next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>